Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over! And the Giants have won Super Bowl 46! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Didn't we just play this song? We actually did. Is this 90s hip-hop world series? What are we doing here, Dove? What's the reasoning behind playing this Ja Rule song again? It comes up the computer. That's the way it came up. It came up. Oh, the same song. That's, just, that's lazy talk, though. You knew it was the same song. Uh, right. Well, I knew it was Go Ja Rule. Through I know it. the same song. That's okay. That's fair. You don't know Ja Rule. Ah, uh, Ja Rule. enough Ja Rule. But, he, I mean, listen, yeah. that's the prime. I hear well, ja, ja Rule. He only had one hit anyway, and that was about it. Yeah, I mean, he had three he had a, or four. He had a couple. Yeah, no, what are you going to do, couple. Ja? No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't want beef with Ja Rule. No. Eminem, though, he, he had oh, beef well. with Eminem. And that's, well, he had beef you know. with 50 mainly. Right? No, he said things about Haley, yeah. right? Yeah, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. They all said something about Haley. Right, and Eminem said, me and Haley dance to your songs, we like you. Yeah. <laughs> Eminem's got beef with Benzino again. I He's know, got, that was weird to come yeah. out of nowhere. We really should do a did 90s you see, hip-hop th- Did you see Benzino's response like he on Started a radio crying. show? Yeah. Do you know? He looked like, and for, he just looked awful. Bef- and then he was like crying about it. I was like, Geez. Before we get back to the calls here, well, you have something to add here, Hoff? You look like you want to chime in. Are you familiar with any of these people? Well, I just was curious to see who has the most beef with P. Diddy. Well, P. Oh. Diddy's got some issues right yeah. now. Yeah. Meek Mill and P. Diddy got some some issues going. It's a real beef. Well, so here's one quick thing before we get back <laughs> to the next beef. calls. It's C-Mac filling in for BT with Sal on the fan, 877-337-6666. So Benzino. Yes. Now, I'm not familiar with him other than the Eminem stuff. Correct. Which goes back years ago. Okay? I don't know any of his music. I suppose he was big on XL Magazine, Yeah, right? he like created The Source or something. It's the or Source, yeah. right, exactly. Do you Are you familiar with Coy LeRae? Not at all. Okay, Koi Larray. Is anybody Hoff, Are you familiar with Koi Larray? No. Look her up. She's no, got. It sounds trem- fun to say. Yeah, Koi Larray. Yeah. Tremendous. She, actually, I think she's from Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Because in one of her rhymes, she's something about News Twelve, and I'm like News Twelve, nice. Google, and then I, I found out she's from here. Koi Larray, who I am a fan of. Okay. Like her music. Like Cur- her style. she's current. Yes, she's current. currently at her height. Yeah, and I would like been... listen to her song. Um, she's got a song Players that's out there that I love. Listen to her. Anyway. Okay. Fan of hers. I find out during this more recent beef with Eminem and Benzino, and I hate Benzino because I'm an Eminem guy. Yeah, me too. Huge Eminem guy. Koi Ray is Benzino's daughter. Really? So what do I do? Out of my loyalty to <laughs> Eminem, do do? 
Yeah, I mean, I love Coyle Ray, so but I, I can't be supporting Benzino's family. What? I'm an Eminem guy. What I do, not? I do It's a dilemma. Uh, maybe in your mind, what, like what you like. What do you care? Benzino's daughter. I, I hate Benzino. <laughs> I don't hate Benzino at all. I love Benzino. You know why? Why? Because Eminem diss tracks are awesome. Yeah, I know. I, the more he puts out, the better. I, yeah, I, for some reason, I remember me and you talking about the the Mariah Carey one he put out. Yeah, that was, was great. That warning was a, shot. Yeah, that warning shot was one of his Here, best. Here's what Eminem Benzino was like. It's like you playing a video game on the easiest level, right? Or, or watching a team just destroy somebody else. Yeah, Dude, of course. Like you like those blowouts? I don't. I want a competition. Yeah, Benzino but, doesn't provide competition. Uh, who does? That is true. Who does? Well, I mean, I when guess it comes Gun to just, Kelly was a little bit. At least he's like that was a decent respond, respectable. Yeah. yeah, I guess he get beat, but he's, yeah. he's like respectable. Yeah, but nobody nobody dares with the yeah. with them. Nobody. That is true. All right, B, uh, BT's elephant. Yep, C Mac is in for BT. Let's get back to the Knicks calls here. We're talking Knicks off of last night's loss to the Warriors. Less about the result of last night, but overall. For the month of February, four and eight as we now turn the calendar to March. But the Knicks four and eight going the wrong way in the Eastern Conference standings. Still have obviously significant pieces out. Even the guys that they got back, like Hartenstein, are limited. For me, the damage has been done. C Mac a little more hopeful. Joe is calling from Port Washington. What's up, Joe? Yeah, how you doing, guys? How are you, Joe? So, uh, listen, uh, Leon Rose for the most part has done a pretty good job constructing the team, right? We mm-hmm. understand that. But the one thing that hasn't been talked about much was last year. He said Grimes was un, un, untouchable, and he didn't want to include him in the Mitchell, the Donovan Mitchell trade that could have got Mitchell for Grimes in the package. This year, they traded Grimes for pennies on the dollar to get two reserves. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and and how would you like a uh, quick back on this team? And I said it from the beginning. Who quickly? IQ in, uh, IQ instead of. Uh, Instead of in addition to Grimes, how would you like to have IQ and Lou yeah, Grimes? Would, you, you wouldn't have Ananobi. Well, we don't know what the deal was. Maybe they no. Had we do know no. what the deal was. They traded Barrett. Oh, yeah? and they traded Barrett and quickly for Ananobi. Right, right, but uh, maybe Grimes was a possibility. They, they could have offered him instead, but I guess what they wanted IQ. Yeah, no, they wanted IQ. They wanted IQ. Grimes has been out of favor. Grimes has been out of favor with the okay, coach. So Grimes has been out of favor. Uh, Mitchell. Mitchell and uh, yeah, listen. Uh, uh, we, uh, right? This was the same thing we heard from a lot of Nick fans Thank after you, the initial reaction to the Ananobi trade was all oh, Randall and quickly. Were, we we didn't want to trade them for Mitchell. Now we, it's too much. Yeah. yeah right. Now oh, now we're trading for OG Ananobi. I mean, what, what the hell happened? And that trade instantly changed the Knicks. And you know, Grimes. Grimes, we saw what Grimes was. There was some early optimism about what he could be, but I think we got an idea of what Grimes can be. I don't think it's anything you couldn't get rid of. He was, he, it just, he, he can't create his own shot either. He just wasn't a fit for this team right now, and they were able to get two pieces for it. And again, problem is, and I'm not saying that it's about Grimes because I'm okay with trading him. Problem right. is, I was hoping it would be for a legitimate yes. upgrade at two guard. I understand. And it, ha- it hasn't been. Right. Like, I wanted DeJounte Murray. Now, I know right. that DeJounte Murray is going to cost more than just Grimes. Correct. But I would have preferred giving up the picks and Grimes right. as opposed to bringing back Alec Burks. I know. And Bogdan- Bogdanovich, whatever. Right. But Burks. Burks wasn't the sexy name. In fact, it really wasn't a name. Well, they thought he was going to be better than Grimes, and he's just yeah. he's given nothing. He's, he's given, just like Grimes. He's given nothing. I, I agree. I think it takes some time. Hopefully, it it we also got the impact of the Ananobi trade. I think that had a lot to do with it. I mean, it was instant. And we felt like, oh, we were going to have that same kind of instant impact with Bogdanovich and Burks, and it hasn't been there. Uh, And again, you need him to be on a lesser role than you're asking of him right now. But I agree. To me, especially when the the trade happened during the injuries, there was two elements of the trade. Help stem the tide now, and then be the role players you need them to become championship time uh, and playoff time. Part one, 
failure. I'm almost there. I don't think he's good enough to really step in and help this team be good enough to rattle off enough wins to stay in the four seed, the five seed. I'm already there where I'm disappointed in that element of the trade. But all I'm saying is he, him and Bogdanovich being role pieces to a team that we expected to compete in the Eastern Conference come playoff time, that role is still there for them. And as far as quickly goes, quickly didn't have a role here. Yeah. Quickly and Barrett weren't getting the job done. I like quickly as a player. I believe the Knicks like quickly as a player, but mm-hmm. with Jalen Brunson, you're not going to maximize what quickly can be. He's, you know, at times they had him on the ball. Now, would I like him as a, as the starting two guard? Sure. Sure. It, it wouldn't work like that. Mm-hmm. He's more of a point guard. He's more of an on the ball type guy he, he, with the limited minutes and the way that it would have been trying to configure the 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 roster. Mm-hmm. The pieces fit better with RJ and quickly while they can be productive players in the NBA quickly. Specifically, I think he's going to get better and be yeah. a legit player. Mm-hmm. The pieces didn't fit here. Ananobi fit perfectly with this group. Right. And, and I think you knew that when they didn't come to a contract extension. I think you realize what the Knicks thought of him. The Knicks thought of him as a very good piece who doesn't fit here and will never get to the potential of being worthy of that contract here. Toronto, he might become worthy of the contract. In New York, under Brunson, it was never going to be worth the money he was asking. So I, you, you knew he was going to be gone once they didn't come to a contract. Right, they had to pay him. That's exactly right. Yeah. Kenny is in Bayside. What's up, Kenny? Hey, good morning, guys. Good afternoon, whatever you want to call it. I, I just wanted to uh, make I'll make this short and sweet. I'm a construction guy in hand, so I can't take too much time. Okay, but I I, I think both you guys are legendary. I love you both, Sal. I used to call you both up here and there on the overnights uh, before the lineup changes the radio. But uh, Sal, you remember me a little bit, maybe because you know what iconic line. Honey, what do you bring to the table? Oh. Remember? Yeah, well, when I went on a date, of course, years ago, yeah. first date. I, oh, I that asked, was fantastic. I asked her, what, what, what could she bring to the table? <laughs> what? Yeah, I said, on what? your first date? Oh, yeah. You said, oh, what do you bring to the table? I. It wasn't the first thing that I, that I said, but it was definitely one of the first questions I asked, yeah. <laughs> What? And, uh, That's no, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't want to, like, harp on this. This was oh, not a great. speed date situation. No, Wait, you like had like got, five minutes. I think we got connected. No, no, no. It was not a, a fight. Okay. We got connected through somebody, I think. Right. I forget exactly how it even started, but we went yeah. out to dinner and right. we're at dinner, and I believe she was asking about me and whatever I did. And I was like, all right, well, what do you bring to the table? Yeah. What's the value you bring to this relationship? I watched. I said, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, that tell me a little bit about yourself is different than how can you help me? Yeah. How do you make us stronger? And you might be surprised to learn this, but she did take offense to that comment. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not, I can't not, 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 not enough, to not, not enough yeah. to not want a second date, well, there you but go. did take offense to it. There you <laughs> go. All right, what's up, Kenny? And then that's the second part. It's like I said, I, I wound up popping the radio on, and I heard you guys on. I was so happy to hear you both together because I also used to call uh, Big Mac once in a while. And the last time I called Big Mac, I actually called him. I said, the future of this station. I said it's going to be the Sal and Big Mac show, and Big Mac was laughing because oh, I would do it. I would, I would mind, and uh, I, I, wouldn't. I don't know. If you think I want to stay? I want to stay in the overnights by myself forever, <laughs> at least for yeah, a day. Kenny. Like, yeah, talk about my, but I said I don't know. What Tell us about the other calls that you've made to WFA yeah, over the last several years. Because I know, because oh, I know you're busy with your construction job yeah, and all. Exactly. So. Mean, please, anything point. else you want to tell us? <laughs> That's it. I can Love I can tell you about my I'm first so date with my wife. Guys, today you made my day. Thank you. This is the most exciting. Most uh, for me, it's the most excited I've been for the Knicks probably since the uh, Xavier McDaniel Knicks with back all the way back then. I really think their depth is going to. Sh- if we get all horses back to the stable in time for the playoffs, mm-hmm. I think we're going to do very well. 
And uh, again, thanks, guys. Love you both. Thank you, Kenny. And have a great afternoon. You too, Kenny. Uh, thanks, Appreciate Ken. it. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I would. I was as excited for the Knicks as I've been since those '90s years, mm-hmm. you know, going to the finals in mo- most recently '99. Obviously, before that, '94. So yeah, you're talking about 30 years, 25, 30 years. That's how bad it's been. This yeah. is, and even like the mellow. I know people get caught up in the mellow 54-1 season. I was into it, but I wasn't excited the way that no. it was about this team. Totally agree. I was more excited about this team and enjoyed watching this team more than I have in 30 plus years. Which I'm 40 years old. I mean, it's my whole life. Right. So I mean. I agree, and that's why I'm not ready to just because I think he's right. I do think, and again, I think it being arm injuries, and I don't, I don't think it's going to take them a lot of time to get in. We're going to just find out right away. Can Randall play through the pain or not? I don't think it's going to. I mean, he's going to be in shape. I still think he's going to. I mean, it's it's not his shooting shoulder. It's just going to be. Yeah, all right. Is he going to be able to? You know, back in and get to the hole? Is he going to be able to you know, go up? Is he going to be able to get in there and mix it in for rebounds? Is he going to be able to take some contact in that shoulder? Is he going to be able to play tough defense? We'll find out if he's going to be able to go through that. I don't think it's going to be a minutes issue. I don't think it's going to be a shooting issue. It's just a matter of how much pain can he tolerate. Same thing with Ananobi. They should come in and fit right into their roles again. Ananobi's defense, there's no reason his speed can't continue. I mean, I don't. he's not going to get beat off the dribble all of a sudden. He's not going to be a bad perimeter defender because he's got an elbow issue. Like, all the strength of Ananobi still return the second he does. And Randall, I feel the same way. As long as he can deal with some pain. I, 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 I It's not devastating injuries. It's not he's coming back from an ACL. Can you ever trust that knee right. again? It's not like that. I know it's not apples to apples, but when Diaz went down in the Worthless Baseball Classic mm. last season, mm-hmm. I knew in my heart, gut, whatever, I knew that it's over. Right. Because the Mets are coming off a 101-1 season, sure. obviously blowing the division to the Braves, and mm. you're hoping, okay, well, here we go. Remember, they built you know, their team to compete to win a World Series, whether you mm-hmm. thought they were going to be good or not. That was the goal, to go win a, a World Series. And when you have something like that go wrong right, right. out of the gate, you know that it's not going to happen. And what happened, I, I try to talk myself into, all right, Spring training not even started yet. Like, right. Season hasn't started. They'll be all right. Like They could go get a closer. Maybe he comes back at the end of the year. They'll yeah. figure it out. They'll be okay. But the reality is I knew, and so did they, yeah. that it's over because you don't overcome things like that. Now, I understand the difference is that maybe Randall and Anunoby can come back, but still, when not- something this significant happens in the midst of a year where you have high hopes and you're feeling good about everything, right? generally it does not bode well for the long-term that's, success. But the, the also difference of that is that's the start of the year, and they got off to a bad start. The Knicks can also, you know what else significance happened to the Knicks? They went 16 and, out of 19 yeah. on a stretch in January and playing the best basketball in the NBA. That happened this year. If the Mets got off to an incredible start in April and May and Dave Robertson was suddenly mm. the best closer in baseball, you'd have a different opinion of how that injury impacted yeah, but them. They, they've shown you what they can be. Understood. I'm just telling you my gut feel. Right. I've seen it plenty of times before we overlook things because it's like, oh, well, there's still reason to hope because these guys mm-hmm. can come back, but it's just not going to be the same. I mean, that to me is the is the feeling that I have inside. We talked about Rick Smiths before. Brian is in Wayne, New Jersey. What's up, Brian? What's up, Sal? How are you, Brian? I'm doing good, buddy. I just had to call up and let you know one, a couple things. One, I listen to you guys every day. You guys are great. Thank but you. Two, Thank you. I, just couldn't, I just couldn't sit back anymore because I had to call up and tell you how big of a hypocrite you are. Well, Good. 
Uh, a couple minutes ago, you just said that if you saw Rick Smith out in the street, that you'd punch him in the face. I didn't say that. But, uh, Where are you getting but, your information uh, from? No. Why don't you clean your ears? But, call me a hypocrite. But, I never said that. Week, Brian, I never said that. So what's your next point? Um, I'm pretty sure you did say no, that. No, I didn't say that. I said I wanted to punch him in the face. The only current, right. or the only player I've ever said if I saw on the street that I'd want to swing on would be Roger Clemens. And I don't mean that literally. I don't want to get sued. But if I did see no. Roger Clemens, my inclination would be to punch him because of what he did to no, Piazza. I, I did not that. say that about Rick Smith. So what's your next point? Because I didn't say it. You misheard it. What I said was I wanted to punch him in the face back then during the heat of the Knicks-Pacers rivalry where Smith's face bothered me because he was so good. <laughs> Right, but Matt, you're, uh, a couple of days ago, you're saying how barbaric in 2024 that hockey shouldn't have fighting anymore. Right. Yeah. So you're being a hypocrite. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You're putting – no, what you're doing <laughs> is not listening to what I'm saying. Oh, so you're going to play on words here. No, so no, I'm not going to play on words. It's It's – Completely different from what you said that I said and what I actually said. I didn't say I'm going to go into the street and fight Rick Smith if I see him. I didn't say yeah, I'm going to fight I, him. I In hockey, it's there's actual words, fights. Al. That's what you're doing right now. You're no, it's not. Words. Brian, also, Brian, do me a favor for the day. Get lost. Thank you for the call. Get lost. I'm not dealing with your nonsense. If at least if I said you it, said you'd punch Rick Smith, and yet you're complaining about hockey fights, you yeah. you moron. Now you were what's yeah, wrong you, with you? You were here listening to it. Yes. Did I ever say that if no, I saw I, Rick Smith in the street, I would punch him? No, I think you meant that you felt like you wanted to punch him back in the day. That's, said, that was the impression I got. That's that what you, I, I said flat out. Yeah. I wanted to punch him in the and face. And then I think you said, well, maybe not punch him, but yeah. you know, right? Yeah, because no. I felt like, oh, maybe that's too harsh. <laughs> Even just saying it, because I didn't mean literally. I want to punch him in the face. Of back then, thirty years ago, of course. Might have, you know, you're taking a I mean, take your break from Home Depot yeah, right. and go punch Rick Smith in the face. Go find so, him. No, instead I took a wiffle ball bat to my radio. Starks headbutted Reggie Miller. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not going to punch the guy in the face. Get it? You're an idiot. Get out of here, Brian. You, on one hand, you're condoning violence in the streets against you yeah, know, right. helpless men, seven foot, although maybe, and then yeah. in hockey, you don't want to. You want right. to see the the aggression yeah. taken out of the sport. Caught me. Gotcha. Caught me. Exactly. Oh, I'm a hypocrite. Oh, Adam is calling from Staten Island. What's up, Adam? Hey, what's up, guys? Sal, I, I couldn't disagree with you more on this, man. It's like you're making the assumption that if they come back, which it seems like they're going to come back, that they won't come back the same player as opposed to the assumption that if they come back, they're healthy enough to play at the same level. We're talking about OG and Robinson, if he comes back, who are two all-NBA defensive players and an all-star and, and Randall. So the idea that if they came back, they wouldn't be effective and that the season is basically done I just don't know why yeah. that's the leap. We haven't, the and we around. haven't even mentioned Mitchell Robinson, which I think we thought as a throwaway because Hardenstein came in and played so well, but now he's dealing right. with... Right, and okay, so Hardenstein and, came back, right? He's back. How's he look since he's been back, Adam? Yeah, but he's also on restricted minutes right now. Why? I mean, why again, is that? The team is why is that? Because of his Achilles. Oh, okay. Okay, but so Randall's not going to... So there's going to be no limitations. The assumption no, I'm not making... No, 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 I'm dealing in reality. You're making the assumption. Which, the reality me, stop, stop. is... No, I'll let you finish, Adam. I'm not going to hang up on you. Okay. The okay, reality okay. right now is Julius Randall, let's just focus on him, has a significant right. shoulder injury that's out. That's not an assumption. I, that's a right, fact. Right. You're and making an agree, assumption. Right. No, no. I would agree with you that if they don't come back, then it's basically maybe first round and out. But the assumption should be that they're going to come back. And then if they are, why are they coming back less of a player if they're ready to come back? Why is that your assumption? That they're coming back? These, they're, why? From all, because from all they're, reports, because he's they're hurt. all coming back. 
No, be, yeah, they're hurt right now. But the but the point is, is that if they come back, it's to play. It's not to come back playing half like you know at eighty percent, seventy percent. The whole point. They just reference Hartenstein. Yeah, he came back. Is he at one hundred percent? Um, thank you. Yeah, for no, but Sal, I mean, yeah, no, you have a valid point. I mean, he's going. They're going to try and get him back. He's going to be dealing with some pain. Like I don't know, he, he dislocated his shoulder. He didn't have it fixed with surgery. He's going to be dealing with something. There's no doubt about it. I think. He can return back to the same player because it's non-shooting arm and right. because I think he's tough. But he'll be dealing with something. Now, I think it's a little different with Hartenstein because right now they're desperate. They don't have the they don't have the ability to give Hartenstein a couple weeks to really heal his Achilles uh, injury and 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 come back and not have an, in, uh, an innings limit, right. Uh, right. A, a minutes limit, where I would think they're going to wait until they feel really confident that Randall or OG can come back and play and not have that. That's the difference. You're right. They're going to be dealing with something, no doubt about it. But it's also not something that's going to hamper them, such as I think legs are different than arms, and especially non-shooting arm. And I do think they're going to give them every opportunity right now to, to heal up and get back to somewhere where they feel they can play every night. They're dealing with Hartenstein, one, because he's a, a lesser player, and two, they've got so many other injuries they can't afford to give him the time to heal. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, could everything work out? Sure. Right, right. now, the odds are against it. That's all I'm saying, and you're right. Well, no matter what, when he comes back, he's going to be restricted in some way. It may not be minutes. It may not be you know shooting. Randall is going to be impacted not in a positive way mm-hmm. because of the shoulder injury that needs surgery that he's not getting because he wants to come back and play. Right. That's just the reality. So it's not an assumption. That is the reality. You're assuming, not you, C-Mac, but no, I in get general. You, I get you. Well, I am assuming. Yeah. Well, I, it, it's a, same I, with Ananobi. I'm assuming there's a chance for it. I mean, you're, you're not assuming. You're flat out saying there's no chance for it. Like, the damage has been done. I'm saying, let's just see, because I do think there's a chance these guys could come back, even if limited by, you know, some stretch. If you get Randall in a series, and he has two games of a series where he's really, you know, struggling through something, like... There's another. There's mm. four of the games, five of the games in that series. Like there can be a give and go and a give and take where he can ramp it up for a day when they need him, or they get a big lead or a big deficit and t- give him some time. Like I, I don't know. All I know is is that when he's back, he impacts this team at an enormous level. So does OG, and so Mitch Robinson, which we haven't even mentioned. Really, he can impact this team as well. So there's there's there are guys coming back. You want to talk about assumptions? That's a fair assumption. Three players are coming back that impact this team, whether or not they'll... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Be themselves, we have to find out. I'm willing to play out down the play it down the line and see if they do come back more, as themselves. More of your calls on the other side. We'll get into some baseball as well. BT and Sal with C-Mac filling in for BT on the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Play fake. Jones rolls left. Rolls left. Wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan, except BT is off today and Monday, so we got C-Mac in today for BT. This is Robin Thicke, by the way. Yes, I know. You know how I know him? Alan Thicke's son? Yes, but more importantly, he used to be married to Paula Patton. Really? You know who that is? You don't know who? Yeah. <laughs> no. Really? Paula As Patton? he shakes his head. Who the hell is that? <laughs> Dude, who's Paula Patton? Now I know why maybe you don't get along with Stewart on the yeah. overnight. Ask Stewart about Paula Patton on the overnight. Okay, I don't know who Paula Patton is. Ah, she's... Musician? Uh, actress, I believe. But he's, I know Paula divorced. Poundstone. They're, they're divorced anyway. No, I don't know who that is. She Paula was a Poundstone? comedian. Yeah. Oh. Uh, anyway, yes. I'll uh, look up Paula Patton. Yes, you do that. Um, I will. We haven't done any baseball yet, C-Mac, and one thing that I was thinking about this morning is Blake Snell. Now, I've said Mm -hmm. that I feel like the Yankees should go out there and get him, and not that I love Blake Snell, but the Yankees are in a different spot where they're Mm -hmm. looking for finishing touches here. No doubt. Add on to try to build a World Series winning team. Hater would have been the ideal move for me. Mm -hmm. They didn't do that. Blake Snell's still available. I actually prefer Montgomery to Snell, but it doesn't seem like that marriage is going to ever get back uh, together again or whatever that relationship is going to be repaired. So I was saying I'd go get Blake Snell. Which is silly to me. Yeah, agreed. And then yesterday, you know, I guess Blake Snell is on his IG Mm -hmm. posting stuff of him playing video games all day long. Got nothing else to do. At the same time, his agent is saying he's working out in California. Now, I'm not saying that playing video games will prevent you from working out. What I am saying is I didn't like Blake Snell to begin with mm-hmm. because of the pandemics. The, oh, I don't want to get the Rona. Sitting there like right. a doofus, immature idiot. On video games. On right. video games. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to get the Rona. Just talking like an ignorant bleep. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. And and not to mention that, yeah, he pitches well for five innings. Like like George Kazini. Yeah, yeah. In five games. Yeah, you're great for five innings. So So there are all those factors. Then I worry about New York. And then on top of it now, I see him not putting in max effort. Like, wouldn't you think that a player is a free agent in the offseason? We're getting closer to spring training. Like, should you be posting? You're playing video games for 24 hours. Right. Yeah, I mean, I understand that, and I don't know what what should he be doing? Posting pictures of him throwing the baseball. He won the Cy Young. Like, yeah. teams know who he is, and I'm a little bit higher on him than you. Uh, I, I I've been on this. They are not getting him. First off, the Yankees are not. 
whether I want him to, whether right. I don't want him to. I don't even think about it. They are not getting him. It makes it makes zero sense. Every day I wake up, you know, you know the lifestyle. I wake up two o'clock yeah. in the afternoon, three o'clock in the yeah. afternoon to another story of how, oh, well, Blake Snell might be willing to do this. Would the Yankees be interested? No, they're not interested. Now, why do you think it's why do you think they shouldn't be? Well, or, or smart move that they're yeah, not. Well, it's because it doesn't make any because it's the the luxury tax that right. they're at. It's one hundred and ten percent. We know the reasons because right now, and especially the short term deal, which is what the only thing you can do. Right as his market falls apart, he's not going to say, "Okay, I'll take a ten-year deal at ten million dollars a year, like you know, twenty million dollars a year." No one's. Gonna, he's not going to ask for that, and he's not going to give money. the The worse the deal gets, and the more his market falls apart, it's that short-term, high-average money. Get out of it after a year, right. re-hit the market next year. That doesn't make any sense for the Yankees, honestly. Whatever you think, and I'm all in on this season. I am. Don't get me wrong. But now you're talking about with his market collapsing, a one-year deal for thirty plus million dollars because that's what he'll take. You're going to give him sixty sixty six million dollars and a second and fifth round pick for one year, and then have him opt out. That makes absolutely no yeah, sense no way. to me. No, it way. doesn't make any sense. And even if I was going to say, even if it meant he's the final piece of a potential World Series team, right, there's well, no listen, guarantees. But that's the thing. Yeah, you but tell th- me it, it, if you told Hal Steinbrenner, you know. Someone came down and said, "Listen, you give Blake Snell that sixty million, and you're going to win. You're going to win the World Series, sure. But we don't know he's going to win the World Series. They just gave one hundred sixty yeah, million dollars to Carlos Rodon, my point, and he barely pitched and right. has six ERA. Right, he says, and that's my. That's why. See, the real issue is Carlos yeah, Rodon, uh, no because doubt. if Rodon pitched the way that they expected him to pitch when he got here right. last year, they wouldn't be needing a number two. Great. But they do because Rodon well, wasn't that good, and I don't believe do, he's going to be good. Do they? Because what if he is that guy? He dropped. He looks like he's in great shape. You know oh, the, the, the typical best shape of your yeah, life. Right. Everybody. He, sh- he shaved the mustache and he looks like he's ready to go. He's throwing ninety-seven miles an hour. Look, I I think they needed to go add pitching too because of that question mark. But there's a chance it gets uh, answered in the affirmative. Isn't there a chance the guy two years back to back had sub three RAs and led the league? His whole career though, he's only had those two years. I understand. He's always that. hurt. Bad at. Well, look, getting say. hurt and having a bad season. That happens. Yes. It was the other stuff that bothered me. The blowing, the kisses, the talking about, oh, they don't even mean the regular seat. Like, he just didn't – I don't think he's got the mentality to make it in New York. We'll find out. But to your initial point about Snell, I'm higher on him than you are. I think he would be uh, an addition to any team. I understand why the Mets wouldn't want to do it either because they're they're not in the business of giving up draft picks. They want to acquire draft picks. And they're also not trying to win a World Series They're not trying to win a World Series. But I still think, you know, Snell is that guy who would help this team immensely for this year. I, he's a Cy Young Award winner, and I think your point about the innings is a little bit overblown. If you look at it, almost all pitchers in baseball, this side of uh, of a handful, go six innings. I mean, it's not the bullpens. That's that's the nature of baseball these days. It's no longer where you're like, oh, he only throws six innings. Oh, oh he's a five-inning pitcher. Okay, 99% of the pitchers are six innings. So do I want to get a Cy Young winner who throws maybe a half an inning less than most, or do I want to get an average pitcher who throws a half an inning more? Like, I still think Snell is the cream of the crop. I just don't think it makes any sense for the Yankees. Here's what I think about Blake Snell. He's an immature clown that doesn't put in (laughs) the max effort that I would want (laughs) to pay a pitcher of that caliber. I'm not disputing what he's done on the field. Obviously, you said two Cy Youngs. He's put enough in to win Cy Youngs, and Judge loves him, and Juan Soto's clamoring for him. I wouldn't wouldn't touch him. I mean, they're all asking if this is not a Bauer situation where I forget everything he did, but like the teammates have run from him. Cole can't stand him in college. Like, this is a guy, whatever you may think, being on video games or whatever, and I agree with you, it's a bad look. But this is a guy Judge and Cole have gone to management to 
say, hey, listen, go get Snell. Soto Soto's here well. for a week. Yeah. He's saying go get yeah. Snell. So, I mean, which listen, I agree with you. So I, I don't want to hear from Juan Soto about who the Yankees I love Juan Soto. I'm excited about him. Mm-hmm. One thing I couldn't care less about is his thoughts on who the Yankees <laughs> should be acquiring or not. I, mean, I, said, I said the other the other morning, if if you want to get someone, go to management and sign a 13-year extension and, and invest in the New York Yankees, and then we will listen to what you think we should do. Think- Until then, please hit, you know, 35 home yeah. runs, hit 300, and have a 450 on base percentage, and then we'll talk. Think about this, though, with Snell. You talk about it how, you know, he's a great pitcher and all that stuff, and the mm-hmm. players want him. No team. No team Fair. is going near what he or his agent thought he's valued at. Guys won two Cy Youngs. Yeah. You're not going to argue what he's done on the field. No. Why is nobody touching him? Why is, no, why is nobody touching Blake Snell? Why Why did it take Bellinger a three-year, $80 million, one-year prove-it deal again? Yep. Why is Why is Chapman still out there on the market? Yep. Why, are all the, why can you still field? The spring training is two weeks in. I could still field a capable baseball team from free agents right now that could compete for a wild-card spot. Why, how is that still possible? So while I agree with you, I don't know how you can hang it on Snell. Montgomery pitched the, the the Texas Rangers, who, by the way, are a bunch of losers who DeGrom went and wanted to lose instead of becoming a New York Met and win. Uh, by the way, I remember a very famous line from Salicata that mm-hmm. night. I'll never forget it as, as long as I live. Go play in Texas, you loser. Mm-hmm. You don't care about winning. Yeah. The Texas Rangers, Snell, uh, excuse me, Montgomery took them to the championship, yeah. and nobody wants to pitch him, pick him up, and he doesn't even have picks attached to him. Shows you so, how why yeah. does nobody want to pay him? Oh, I get it. I get it. I, I would. That would be the guy that I would oh, take. For the Mets, I, every day I scream it. I don't yeah. understand it. It bothers well, me. Well, the luxury tax threshold oh, again. Oh, forget in that. A year. Well, I I'm mean, sorry. I, you want to you say I'm a, Okay. Take Gerard. Gerard Go is ahead. an old bridge. What's up, Gerard? Hey, what's going on, guys? What if Snell gets a, a larger one-year deal? You know, like $35 million From the Yankees, year. it doesn't make sense, though. C-Mac just brought just that said up. It. Just said it. It doesn't but, make any but, sense. But... But you don't think, I mean, you're, you're, you don't know if Juan Soto is going to, didn't we kind of do that with Juan Soto? You're hedging on that he either signs, right. he's not going to sign at a, a hometown discount. No, it's a one-year so deal. If you're, so if you're sort of all in for one year on Juan Soto, why not? All in for Blake Snell. Because out, you win a championship. Because the one, the because the, because you don't know it. Gu- you don't know it guarantees you a championship. And that one year all in. I'm sorry. And. and I know I'm the Yankee homer. I know I defend Brian Cashman. I defend Hal Steinbrenner. It just comes down to smart business on some level. If it guaranteed me a championship, fine. You're telling me all in means I have to give Blake Snell, or at least pay for Blake Snell, $60 million and put half of that in the pockets of the teams coming to try and beat me. I got to do $60 million plus give up a second and a fifth round pick for one year of Blake Snell, who has had, uh, you just said, has been inconsistent. Sure, he won the Cy Young, but he's not Garrett Cole. I got to go pay $60 million and give up two picks for one year of Blake Snell. That's just not good business sense. That's not a good allocation of assets. That just doesn't make sense to me. That's not worth it. There are there are limits. They offered him a five-year deal. He said no. They pivoted to Stroman. That's it. That was the end of it. They had the Snell had his chance. I bet you he regrets not taking that contract from the New York Yankees now. Yeah, no, he doesn't regret it. He's sitting there playing video games. Well, what does he care? I think he'd rather play video games than actually pitch oh, for a major league on. team this year. That's not fair. All right, we'll come. We got to take a break here. We'll come back. I have a question about the Yankees. Same topic. I want to okay. ask you next. I don't know your thoughts on this. I'm mm-hmm. sure you have thoughts and have given them on the overnight. Oh, I have thoughts. I want to get them on the other side. BT and Sal on the fans. See- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Back in for BT on this Friday, 877-337-6666. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. C-Mac in for BT on this afternoon. So I said before the break, C-Mac, we'll get back to your calls here. Knicks, Yankees mm-hmm. have been the two topics, 877-337-6666. So on the topic of the Yankees getting starting pitchers, right, mm-hmm. needing another starting pitcher, would yes. you say that they need another starting pitcher? It's not the question. No. This is a precursor. They do not need another starting pitcher, no. That probably then would lead me to what you're going to answer, but I'll ask you anyway. Corbin Burns, would you have yeah. given up Spencer Jones? No, I would not. And I killed when the trade was made. I killed Brian Cashman, and then the next day I came on with a public apology because, well, when it was uh, Spencer Jones was the asking price. You, there are. I'm all in for the season, but there are limits. I don't care. Yeah, they finished 19 games nah. better than the Yankees did nah. last year. They're going to have a down year. Yeah, see, this is the Yankee. <laughs> they're, they're, they're already, they're yeah. already dealing with an injury. Bradish is having. Uh, so what? They got, got Corbin Burns. Nah. Everyone's going to hit again. And why would you give up Spencer Jones? I mean, because we went over the list yesterday yeah. with BT, the, the list of top-ranked prospects in the Yankee system since 1983. It's not just about what he becomes. It's about the value he has now. He's a, he's a well-thought-of prospect throughout the league. He's you know a six foot seven monster hit four mm-hmm. hit a four hundred and seventy foot home run Ooh, in spring training. Yeah. He looks like a beast. He can he's fast enough to go there patrol center field for a, a ball club. There's too much value there for a one year rental. I'm just there's too much value for a one year. They rental. gave up five guys for one solo. That's, and was Spencer Jones one of them? You don't think he was asked about? There's limits. There's oh. limits on what you're willing to give up. Even for Juan Soto, they don't include him. I mean, yeah. there are there are pieces you cannot give up for a one year rental. But Corbin Burns yeah. could be the difference between the Yankees getting I to understand. and winning a World Series or not. Well, yeah, I know. There's there's all in, and then there's stupidity, and I can't do it. That's a stupid. You move. think the Yankees went all in this off season? No. They did not go all in. Okay, so then stop. They, they, they're talking about they did Cashman, not go, they're still good Howell, enough. Yeah. It's still in, good enough in. to win. It's good enough to win. It's to win not what? good enough to win the World Series. Get out of here. Oh, please. The Yankees are absolutely 100% undeniably good enough to win the World all right, Series. Where would you rank they them right not, now in, in the American League? In the American League. In the American yeah. League. I mean, like they, Texas, I, I, Astros, I, Baltimore, yeah. Yanks. Uh, like, where are you, you putting them? I think on paper, it's fair to rank them third. 
I think they're the third best team. I think until they beat the Astros, I don't care what the Astros look like. I can't put them over the Astros. Okay. And um, the Orioles have put together a young team. They won 100 plus games last year. I don't expect the the Rangers to be as good this year. Yeah, but I I think I think they're better than the Rangers. But based, on, but based on what? On having Juan Soto and Aaron Judge in the middle of the lineup to having the best starting pitcher in baseball. The Rangers won the World Series I understand last they year. did. The I Yankees won 82 did. games. I understand Juan they did. Juan Soto is not the difference between the World Series and 82 games. You sure about that? I am sure and about Judge that. And Judge playing a full season? Yeah, I think, they, uh, I think Juan, he is. How did Juan Soto do in that loaded Padres lineup? Now, I love he did Juan fine. Soto. He had a great year. Yeah, they yeah, didn't well, win. The team I, I, okay, so well, that's the point. then nobody on that team has any value. I, then why are we still hung up on not getting Manny Machado? And why, you know, uh, who cares about anybody? No, no, but my point. And the, to your point, Blake Snell, what's the point? Can't win a championship. Right. Nobody should win. No, him. but my point was that Juan Soto himself is yeah. not going to be the difference between a World Series and 82 wins. Uh, and the example I don't, when is just, he went, I, I, I don't I'm know. I'm not saying you don't take him. Yeah. I'm saying you needed more. And, and at least yeah. he ranked over. Like, they, they got Verdugo to add to that lineup. Yeah. The lineup and is good. Marcus Stroman Blade too. Is. I'm, I'm aware of that. And Marcus yeah. Stroman. Okay. No, they're good enough to win the championship. There's no doubt about right. it. The Yankees okay. are good enough to win the World Series. Uh, but that may be a different argument. Sure. If, if the if the 82 win Yankee team was in the World Series against the Arizona Diamondbacks, they would have been favored in the World Series. I know, but, but okay, I'm just saying. But look, they weren't. Well, they, didn't, they didn't get there. The Diamondbacks did. But the Diamondbacks did. The Yankees Are the did. Diamondbacks better? The sure. Diamondbacks didn't have Judge and Soto either, and they still okay. got there. Well, all right. So what, I'm just saying, so is Soto the difference between making catching up the ground between the Yankees and the Arizona Diamondbacks? All right, but at least be fair then. And mm-hmm. while I'll say, yeah, anything could happen, the Yankees could get to yes. and win a World Series. They are not favored in the American you League can't to rank win them, the championship. You can't rank them over the Astros, Orioles, or Rangers. You gave me two out of those three. You, <sighs> you got to show some respect to the team who actually did it last year. The yeah, I, don't think, are, I think the Yankees are better than them. Can you just give me what it's based off of? Yeah, it's based on the addition in the lineup. I still think, you know, now without Montgomery, that starting pitching isn't as good yeah. for Houston. Uh, the, and Ovaldi is a great postseason pitcher. He has had struggles being either effective in back-to-back seasons or staying healthy in back-to-back seasons inside a rotation. I just think that lineup, yeah, they got some young kids who impacted them in the postseason who should still be good. But I just I just have a feeling the pitching's not going to be as good. The bullpen was happened to be a disaster in the second half of the season for them, but got played well in the postseason. I think they're a team that's pretty good, got really hot, and played great in the postseason. I think over the course of 162, I will take the Yankees and this team and this lineup and their pedigree over and having Cole and and three of the yeah. best six players in all of baseball on the New York Yankees. I'll take my chances. With I feel like I'm being generous in giving the Yankees fourth oh, ranking the, right now going into right, the year. Who's better? Who's I mean, the, I'm, who's I'm, the ignore, fifth I'm being, ignoring the Rays who win yeah. 100 games in their sleep. Yeah. I mean, it's every they're better year. than the Rays. They trade okay. away glass now. Yeah. They're, right. they're, well, they're still, dealing with injuries. But still, they always seem to win 90 games. I don't know how they do it, but they do. The Blue Jays had a who better won? record. I think the Yankees are better. I'm not Thank even going to bring up the Minnesota Twins who won the Central. We'll right. even bring them up. Right. The Mariners won more games. I'm not going to bring them up. I'm right. giving the Yankees. I'm jumping. Juan Soto, Verdugo, Stroman, mm-hmm. whatever. A healthy I mean, judge. A healthy judge. That should elevate them significantly. Yes. Still not above the Orioles, Astros, or Rangers right, going we, into the We year. disagree on the Rangers, but I like they should have been all in off that 82-win season when you go get Juan Soto and make it a one-year deal for him. We shouldn't have even been having this discussion. They, sh- they should have went all in and made sure that they were the number one team on that list, and they didn't. Right. I, I agree with that. But I also, when I look at it, I'm trying to be fair the the because that's what I do. I'm fair to Brian Cashman because he's been fair to me for 30 years. So when mm. I look at it and I say, well, the Orioles didn't How have to give up. How many times come on your radio the show? The Orioles, not yet, but yeah. I'm working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> 
Him and Paul McCartney. I'm working on both. Um, <laughs> see, I'm not sure which one's more likely. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> That's all but, you need to know. You actually yeah, have probably it, one it, of them's number. Exactly, yeah. 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 But when I look at it, the Orioles didn't have to give up Gunnar Henderson or or Holiday to get. They didn't have to give up their best prospect to get him. Why why did the Yankees have to give up their best prospect? They gave Fair up enough. the seven and eight. If that would have been the prospect asked for for the Yankees, I would have been pissed. That and that's why I was when the trade happened when Cashman. But if they're going to ask for strictly that for Dylan Cease, I got to give up Jones for for Bieber. I got to give up Jones. No, I don't think I don't think that's the right thing to do. Jeff is calling from. Actually, hold on a second. I hit the wrong call. Rich is calling from Springfield, New Jersey. What's up, Rich? Yeah, guys, how you doing? How are you, Rich? Um, and, you know, I finally, finally, someone is, I, I've been saying this, and I've been thinking, you know, listening to you guys, but C-Mac, I agree 100% with you. The Yankees underperformed last year for two reasons. An absolutely decimated pitching staff, mm-hmm. because on paper, that pitching staff last April was arguably the best staff in, you know, in the American League, if not baseball. They had a stud staff. The injuries decimated them. Severino, Rodon, so forth and so on. The, 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 the lineup itself, hitting-wise, they didn't have they, – they were missing contact hitters, of course. We saw with Donaldson and Gallo and yada, yada. Mm-hmm. With an injured, again, D.J. LeMayu, okay? Aaron Hicks couldn't, you know, hit the water if he fell out of a boat. What did they – what did Cashman do? Went and got Juan Soto, the biggest stick in the game. Got Juan Soto. He got a great – a real uh, not great, but a really solid contact hitter with some pop to fill that hole – he went, and, and you have LeMayu, uh, by the second half of the season last year, last two months at least, started to look like himself. And now you've got a formidable team with uh, at the plate. And if the Yankees... Yeah, on paper again. Run, Problem is they play the games on the field, not on paper, Rich. Well, you have to go by potential. I mean, you got to look at what these players have done in the past and what you Yeah, and how they do, do last year. Let's yeah, go. Well, forget, forget, the re- forget the pass. Was- oh, okay, but what makes you think they're going to be healthy this year? Stan, Judge, LeMayu, they're all going to be healthy all of a sudden, miraculously, well, this year? Dominguez is already Stanton, hurt. Stanton, we don't know, but DJ started to play better the last two months of the season. The guy was hitting at like a three forty-five clip the last two months. He did. He had a, so he had a very good second half. You know, that was positive there. So and they added an, they added two major sticks into 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 the uh, into the into the yeah, lineup and, and lefty and, and power and contact and on base percentage and now Judge literally has I mean you are talking about two of the best five hitters in baseball without question hitting two three in whatever order they decide to do it who were that, the two major sticks they added Verdugo he's not a major stick he's he's a, a, stick. He's a good contact he's a good hitter okay. yeah but stick. lefty I think it fits the team perfectly he's and, a good ball and player. where how is it going to fit when Dominguez comes back. They're gonna have to make it fit. He's gonna play outfield some. They'll move guys, right. move guys around. You're right. right. They'll well. He's not by a then major we're gonna have an on Stanton. Stanton well, might become a bench player or a, or a, right. a platoon. Right, player. but it's not gonna be like there's only so much production you can get. Mm-hmm. John Carl Stanton gave them zero. I know you're rooting for him big this year, yes. and I understand why. Yes, but he gave them zero production a year ago. Correct. Is he gonna produce this year? Let's say he does. Yeah, let's say he does. Okay. Let's say let's say Judge stays healthy. Right. Yeah. Is Judge? your argument they might have too many good players? No, no, is no, that where you're no, going my with argument, this? Well, my argument is calling Verdugo an impact or a big stick is not yeah. because, how, see, like, it can't just be, oh, yeah, Dominguez is great and wait till he comes back, mm-hmm. plus Verdugo, plus a healthy Stanton, plus a healthy Judge, plus Soto. Right. Too many guys. So 
Somebody's right. going to be out of that equation. I'm not no, saying there'll be a, a rotation problem. of it, but you're yeah. right. They'll they'll have to make a decision. And if your point is that it could be Verdugo getting less time, that's possible. Right, but then that the minimizes guys. that move is what I I'm saying. No, that's fair. Or or if Verdugo is a big part of it, which could right. be fine, that means then you're right. not getting the production right. from Stanton but that's, but or that's Dominguez. That you, bingo. You want to ask the difference between this year and last year? If Stanton sucks, we don't have to play him every day right. because we got Verdugo and hopefully um, you know the Martian right. coming back to center field. So okay. that's the point. Let's you say, just went on this, oh, it's miraculous. Right, that they're right. suddenly going to stay healthy. Okay. No, you're right. That's why we have the extra guy. Right. So let's say Stanton doesn't produce. Right. And Judge doesn't stay healthy for a full season. Right. And Dominguez is out as mm-hmm. he is till what? May? June? Yeah, whatever. probably. Okay. They're hoping the end of May now. But yeah, at least I would say June is fair. Then what? Then all of a sudden this powerful line. Let's say LeMayu. Right. Well, I mean, let's say anything. Gets hurt. Yeah, let's but, say Corey but, Seager gets hurt again. You've right, been but, exalting but the virtues have, of the Texas Rangers. What if Seager, who's had an injury issue his right, entire career, goes down? Right, well, the difference is, that, right, that is true. I'm yeah. not predicting injury, right. although the Yankees have been often Correct. injured. I understand So it's that. hard to rely on a lot. Of, like, yeah, they made one significant change this year. Right. One. That's Juan Soto. Right. Now it's the be- if I were the Yankees and I had only one move to make this year. Right, that it, was it. it, it that was it. Right. You had to get Juan Soto. So I love that from that. But let's not make it like this team has significantly changed because the number one thing everybody will say is it's Juan Soto plus the hope right. of health. Right, and, and the the emergence. Hopefully Volpe has a better second season. Right, I mean, which I think is more realistic. I, than... I think that's realistic. Uh, you know, the, again, I like to call him the Martian, but Dominguez right. literally you know, showed you a glimpse of what he could be, adding that to the team. It's youth. He's a switch hitter. You've got more lefties and more balance right. to go through the lineup this year Would you with agree the addition of Verdugo. It's either Soto or Stanton then? Because I'm with right. you. Like, I would and, and listen, see... there's also they, they could shoehorn first base, too, if Rizzo doesn't um, uh, become something. They could figure out a way right. to play one of those guys at first base or figure out something uh, at first he's base. Another, he's another one of those guys, too. Yeah. Was it just because of the concussion last year? Right. Or is he on the downside? Yeah. What's I mean, Rizzo? Is he peak Rizzo again, yeah. which can change that Which line? he was in April before the injury. Right. But, again, that's only a month. We've seen guys have good months before. But the right. year before that, he hit big, too. I mean, look, the, you, you're going to need... You're going to need the additions to come through. I don't think there's anything about it. But, like, if you look at 2021, right, and how, uh, how how ugly that season was. They ended up with 92 wins, lost to the Red Sox in the wild card. What you have told me, oh, how, what'd they do to get better? Add Josh Donaldson right. and hope for this and that. And then what happened? They won 99 games. The Red Sox, who were apparently way better than them, and beat them in the wild card, completely fell off the map. Like, Things happen. I think this Yankee team, if Judge and Soto are healthy in the middle of that lineup, it's a devastating one-two. Corey, I think they're going to be good. Sorry, C-Mac. Uh, Corey's calling from Stanford. What's up, Corey? Hey, how you doing today? Good. How are you, What's buddy? Up? Hey, Sal. So um, I've been listening to you for a while. But, and one of the things I've heard you say consistently about why you don't think the Yankees could win the division, although they made some improvements this year, is that you don't think they can cover the 18 games that 19. Baltimore finished. 19, mm-hmm. excuse me. So, I didn't say I didn't think they um, could. I said I don't think they will. That's a significant difference. I don't think the mm-hmm. Yankees got all of a sudden 19 games better than Baltimore. Did Baltimore come back to the pack a little Bingo. bit? The Yankees will improve a little bit, but it's going to be close. All right. Fair enough. But let me ask you this. Two years ago when the Yankees won 99 games, how many games did the Orioles finish behind them? I don't know. 16. I'm not sure what your point is, so though. My, so my point is that, you know, I think the Orioles overachieve. I don't think they're going to win 100 games. Yeah, but, but okay, but what's that based off of? Right, I, I love between. that. That's my favorite thing. What's that based off of exactly, Corey? 
which which part? That the Yankees underachieved? No, no, the that Orioles, the Orioles. I understand the Yankees part of it, the Orioles part. Why are you dismissing them and just saying you think they overachieved? A hundred. How many times do we consistently see a team a team win a hundred games back to back years? It doesn't happen very often. No, no, happens, no, no. But you said they overachieved. So let's say they won ninety five. I mean, what are you saying? They significantly overachieved. They don't have to win one hundred and one. They were nineteen games better. They just have to be one game better. So even if they True. are eighteen games worse than they were a year ago, the difference with the Yankees, they're still ahead. Like if the Yankees close True. the gap to ten games and the Orioles come back by eight games, the Orioles still have an advantage. I just want to know why you dismiss the Orioles so quickly. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm not dismissing them. I think they're really good. Don't get me wrong. Oh, okay. Well, then, them. but then that's the I, point. I, I'm sorry, Corey, and thank you for mm-hmm. the call. I, you could say that you think the Yankees are going to be significantly better. I understand that. There are, are reasons to believe that. And you could also say, well, maybe they overachieved slightly. 101 wins a lot. They're going to come back down in the pack. You look at the way they did it. It was not smoke and mirrors for the Orioles. They built this thing the right way after years of losing. They have good young players that I would believe could be sustained success. Now, we have to see it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, we have to see it. Bradish, is, that rotation, you know, was a, it was not that great anyway, and we saw what it was in the postseason. Bradish is now dealing with an injury to his UCL, and mm-hmm. I, like, let's see if but they... But they did add Burns. They added Burns. I, I understand that. But out the wazoo. Right now, yeah, I mean, they've got... Uh, Batista was their unbelievable closer all of last year. He got hurt down the stretch of the season. He's going to be out. They've added Craig Kimbrell, who's 100 right, years old, to be their closer. Uh, I mean, you know, Gunnar Henderson was unbelievable down the stretch of the season. Do you think Gunnar Henderson is suddenly one of the top players in Major well, League Baseball? Well, I don't Baseball? know. Because Yankee fans sound... saw Jason Dominguez for seven games, and right. he's going to be Mickey freaking Mantle. Well, I don't know what's saying so that. And that's, well, that's my issue. Because we, we here in right. New York, right, oh, well, Gunnar Henderson, you think he's going to be that good? No, yeah. maybe not. Right. But you guys see Dominguez for seven games, or Spencer yeah. Jones in a spring training game hit a 474 bomb. Yeah. He's going to be the next coming of Aaron Judge. It's like yeah. that. Like you can't have it both ways. Pick no, but I'm, 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 I understand that, but I'm just telling you why I think they can regress. Right. There are injuries to the young uh, rotation. The closer's not nearly as good. I think it's difficult to have these young kids all have the same kind of years. Like, I, I'm high on Volpe coming up from 200. Me too. Like, you know, you're talking about Gunnar Henderson having one of the better second halves in Major League Baseball last year. And then plus, to add to the addition of the Yankees aren't a walking doormat this year without Judge. So now they beat up on the Yankees. They beat up on some of these lesser teams. I, I I think that it's going to be tough now that they are the top of the division. It's one thing being the young upstart team that nobody really has belief in, and suddenly you sell that and you go chase. Now you're the team with full of expectations. These kids have to perform exactly as well as they did last year. Now they have to be the 100-win team again to hold off the rest of the division, and everybody's coming for them. I think that's a different element and a different mindset that some teams will struggle with. We see it time and time again. Young teams that pop up and have an incredible season and then fall back down. I mean, listen, on some level, the Giants in the NFL, we see the the Giants did it last year, had a great uh, mm-hmm. playoff and run, and down. then came back to earth. Like, in, a, in the year one of a rebuild with a new regime. I just think all those kids, everything fit. The Yankees fell apart, and they had a great year. I think you could see, now that they're the hunted, different element, and I don't think they'll have as good a season. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot take order order in the court follow and listen to queens of the court on the free odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts